Hello, hello, and welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. Your host, Erica, here, and I'm excited to dive into today's episode. So today we are going to talk about various things. We are going to introduce our new segments into the podcast. We are going to also talk about what it takes to be soft in such a hard world and how trauma can affect that and all these different techniques I have learned to regain my softness, as well as we are going to pull a chakra card at the end of the episode for a message for the community this week and what you need to know this upcoming week. I cannot wait to share more with you guys, so let's dive in. Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. My name is Erica Vishkalis, and I am a mindset mentor, personal development junkie, holistic health advocate, and lover of all things spiritual. At the Get Empowered Podcast, I'm here to help you overcome limitations, step into your power, and create your dream life. I've spent the last several years healing my mind, body, and soul, and have learned so much along the way. From healing trauma to navigating a sober lifestyle and learning how to step into my personal power, it has been transformational. If you're looking to heal, to be inspired, to uplevel your life, and to become the most empowered version of yourself, you've come to the right place. I created this podcast to help you know you are worthy of rewriting your story, to help you navigate your own empowerment journey. You are worthy of living your most authentic, aligned, and inspired life, and I can help you get there. Whether you are diving deep into personal development or just need a weekly pick-me-up, I've got you covered. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I cannot wait to transform together. Let's get empowered. Hello, and welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. Your host, Erica, here, and I'm so excited to chat with y'all today. So, As you heard in the intro, I'm going to share the new structure of the podcast. If you are new here, I recently decided to rebrand the podcast, change the name, we're changing the structure. The content is still going to be very similar in the sense of the whole goal of this podcast is to help you to get empowered to take life by the horns and to run with it. Okay. So I'm still going to be sharing my inspirational messages every week, but I wanted to add some things and just change the structure a little bit and just grow. You know, a year into podcasting, I got my bearings under me a bit and I just realized I wanted to change a little bit about the podcast and to just continue to evolve because as we continue to empower ourselves, as we continue to heal and to grow and to change, it makes sense that we are going to change. Also, I'm a manifesting generator, which means I like to pivot often. Listen to my human design episode if you want to know what that means. But let me dive into what this looks like going forward. So I mentioned that there's going to be a new structure to the podcast. And what we're going to do is we're going to start every single episode with gratitude. It's so incredibly important to me that I practice gratitude in every single aspect of my life. So why not bring it to the podcast? If you listen to episode 38, the attitude of gratitude, which released this past Thanksgiving. So that'd be what November of 2022. You know how important gratitude is. I shared all the stats, all the good stuff. It is incredibly important. So we are bringing gratitude to the podcast. I'm also going to share something that I'm currently loving. I'm going to talk about the meat of the episode, the main topic, and then I'm going to get a little bit on the spiritual side and share with y'all a chakra card that I pulled before I started the episode for the community. So I'm so dang excited for this next chapter of the podcast. I appreciate you guys being on this ride with me. So let's dive in. So what is something I am grateful for today? This was tough because honestly, 
I'm very blessed and I am grateful for so many things. But today, right now, in this moment, one thing I'm just so fucking grateful for is my community, specifically my Manifestation Babe Academy community. So you guys have heard me talk about that I started this course, the Manifestation Babe Academy, and I am loving it. I had been eyeing this course for a long time, and it's a big commitment. It's a big time commitment, a big financial commitment. And this past November, I said, fuck it. I'm doing it. I'm growing. This is the time. So, and I'm so grateful I did. I did do that because it has brought so much. I've been able to release a lot of things. I've been able to grow in so many areas, but one of the biggest blessings has been the community. As you guys know, I've shared about this on the podcast, but I'm sure you just also know from your own personal experience, making friends as an adult is kind of hard. It's not easy to find a community where you feel like you fit in, especially because, you know, I like a lot of woo-woo shit and uh, a lot of people do not understand it at all. And I have friends that will listen and chat with me about it, but don't get it and aren't lit up by it. You know, even Kyle, I'm so grateful that he listens and he is learning about what I'm into, but you know, he doesn't really get why I'm super into the moon and it's just not his thing and that's totally fine. So it's so fun to find a community of like-minded women that also love it. It's just such a sisterhood and we're actually going to be having a retreat here soon. We graduate from the program in a couple weeks. I can't believe it's already gone by that quickly. It just blows my mind, but we're going to be graduating from the program in a couple weeks and I cannot wait to meet them all. It's crazy that we're going to be meeting for the first time in person and I'm just so excited. It's going to be incredible. Uh, My heart just lights up. So I'm just very, very grateful for my MBA community. They're the best, literally the best. It's like a sisterhood and I just am so appreciative of it. And guys, one thing I think would be so fun is when you share this episode, if you also share something you're grateful for today, this week, whatever, because we want to pass along that attitude of gratitude, right? We're bringing it to the podcast. Let's spread it out into the world because gratitude literally changes lives. I mean that a hundred percent. So I'm going to make a little template. Why don't you share what you're grateful for with me? And I will do the same. So now what is something I am liking? Also tough because I have a lot of things I'm liking right now, but don't worry, I will get to them all. And I would say what I'm currently loving, not just liking, loving are Tim Grover's books. I will put a link for them in the show notes, but oh my gosh, I just finished Relentless, which is such a good book. Let me tell you though, I do think that his mindset, his attitude, the way he talks is probably not for everyone. He's kind of a hard ass. He's kind of intense, but I like that. Personally, you know, I'm someone, if you haven't figured it out, I'm very blunt. I'm very to the point. I'm just like, okay, get, give me the fucking information. Just tell me how it is. And that's how I roll. That's how I, you know, kind of handle this podcast as well. So I love that approach. And he is a no nonsense guy. So who is Tim Grover? He has trained some of the greats. He is a personal trainer, but he's not just a trainer. He trains mindset and he is the person that really helped Michael Jordan have an amazing career. He was his trainer, his like confidant, one of the guys on MJ's team, as well as Kobe, as well as Dwayne. So he's massive. Dwayne Wade, he is massive in the basketball community. And I'm not like a basketball person personally. I used to work it um, as an athletic trainer quite a bit, but that's just never a sport I played or was into. But still, he trains some greats. And he also applies all the lessons that he's sharing for anything. You know, you can apply to business, just your personal life, your relationships, your fitness journey, whatever it is that you're trying to grow. 
He shares his no-nonsense approach, and I fucking love it. I'll be honest. It's so good. The whole time when I was reading the book, I was like, oh, goddamn. Oh, damn. Damn. Like, just hitting home every time. So there was many times I was like, Kyle, can I read this paragraph to you? And then I'd read the paragraph to him, and we were both like, oh, fuck. That was like a knife to the chest. Guess I got to get my shit together. (laughs) And it was really good. And so I will say, though, I was recommended to read his books back to back. So I just finished Relentless and it was amazing. And now and that was written in 2013. And now I am reading Winning. And I believe that was written in either I think it was 2021. I think it's more recent um, because they did talk about some 2020 stuff. So I don't think it was written then. I think it was published at least in 2021. Such a good book. I am really excited. I'm only a little bit in, but I know it's going to be a game changer. So look up Tim Grover's books if you are looking to grow and uplevel your life. Okay. Now, what are we going to talk about this week? I was really thinking about what do I talk about this week? I have so many things on my mind. I am growing and changing in so many areas and so many ways. But one thing I'm just loving right now is how I'm just stepping into my authentic self. You know, I've been talking a lot this past like year, the past couple months specifically, like since 2023 started about being unapologetically myself. And I really want to dive into the concept of being soft in a hard world. And what does that mean? Oh, sometimes like being soft isn't seen as a good thing, but I'm going to challenge that. And this is why I don't know about you, but my trauma did not like help me in a lot of ways it really, really hardened me. And some people would be like, oh, that's fucking awesome. But is it, is it because it made me very jaded? It kind of made me angry. You know, I've talked about that a lot, that one of the big things I've been healing this past year is just this anger that I've had inside me or this resentment that I didn't even know was there. And I don't like it. I don't like it. And it doesn't come out very often, but it's just like when it does, I'm like, oh, Jesus, fuck, where did that come from? (laughs) And I think what it is is because I look at inner child Erica and I look at who I was as a kid. And, you know, my whole life I've been told you were such a happy baby. You are such a happy child. So smiley, so full of joy. And I'll be honest, one of the things I've been working on when I'm reparenting myself is how the fuck do I get that back? Because I do feel joy, I do feel happiness, but for many, many, many years, I didn't let myself feel that, not on a deep level. And what I've loved about MBA and this work I've been doing in ACOA, Adult Children of Alcoholics, is really allowing myself to drop the wall I've put up, to drop the armor a little bit that I put up from my trauma. And it's hard especially when life just keeps handing you bullshit, you know, because as I've talked about before in the podcast, I do have CPTSD, which is basically um, childhood trauma that happened from little things that happened over time. It's not always childhood trauma, sorry, complex post-traumatic stress disorder. So for me, I got it during childhood. And that was because I experienced these micro traumas that happened over an extended period of time. This is very common, especially for those um, who grew up in a dysfunctional household or maybe had an addict as a parent. And and you can have it just for other reasons too, but that's where I have it. I got the double dipper where I also have just normal PTSD from big traumatic incidences. We love it. But, but what I don't love about it is I felt like it took away my joy because I didn't feel safe in my body, because I 
didn't feel like I could just be myself. And so I have these years and years and years where I just did not let myself feel joy. And what I mean by that is, have you ever experienced the, okay, this really great thing happened, but I don't even know if I can celebrate it because I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. I'm just waiting to see, oh, fuck, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen now? This good thing happened. I'm just waiting for the bad thing to be right around the corner. How many of you have experienced that? I know I have. And you can experience that for many, many different reasons. But for me, I think it was because I just have had so much shit happen over the years that I just really got hardened to the world and I didn't really believe in the goodness and the softness of some things anymore. And I thought that if I don't have this armor up, I'm not going to survive. And I've been doing this really good deep work with my therapist called um, IFS. And I think it's I forget what the I stands for, but it's something family systems, I think internal maybe, family systems. And so we're doing a lot of that inner child work, that reparenting work. And I'm also doing reparenting work in ACOA. It's very much coinciding, which I love. But essentially, as we grow up, we develop these different parts of ourselves that are protective mechanisms. At least I have, and I know a lot of other people have as well. When you have trauma, again, that doesn't have to be this big thing. It can be those micro traumas, those little traumas that add up over a long period of time. You know, growing up in a family that maybe your parents argued a ton and they argued in front of you a ton. And thus, you didn't necessarily feel safe or you learned that arguing in your eyes, arguing meant love, right? Because that's what you saw. So that's what you equated with love or these hostile environments were normal for you. So I've really hardened myself throughout life. And sometimes I'm grateful for that because at moments it can help me to get through those difficult times that do come up to just turn off your emotions. It's a great skill, but at the same time, you don't want to do that all the time. There are times I feel, and this is just my personal opinion. I'm not an expert. I'm just sharing with you my heart and what has worked with me. There have been times where I've had to turn off the emotions a little bit just to get through that that specific period in time. But for me, it does not last forever. And as you know, if you've been following me for a while, you know, one of my biggest things is feel the feelings, just don't get stuck there. So sometimes when I'm so deep in the shit, I got to just take a step back and let myself not feel anything for a little bit. But that doesn't mean I do it forever because if you do it forever, that can lead to problems. And to be honest, I think that's why I struggled with alcohol for years was because I was numbing because I didn't want to feel anything. And I've talked about this a lot on the podcast, so sorry if I'm being repetitive, but I just wanted to say that it's really important to be mindful of when or not, when you are or are not allowing yourself to feel those emotions. And I think it's important to have that balance. You need to be able to feel things in order to heal them. It's incredibly important, but I think it's okay at times to let yourself to just take a step back and chill. You don't have to be intense 100% of the time. It's really, really important to enjoy life. And so that's kind of what I'm talking about today is when you've had all this hurt, when you've had all this pain, when you've had all these things happen, when you've been maybe jaded to the world and you're like, okay, I just want to trust the world again or not even trust the world, but trust myself that I will be safe in this world. I think that's actually an incredibly important distinction. It's not that I trust the world. The world is full of shitty people and shitty circumstances. And even if I'm in great company and doing great things, like life fucking happens. You literally cannot control most of the things that happen in your life. You can only control your reaction to them. You guys know this is my mindset, but, but you can be intentional on how you let it affect you. And what I mean by that is, of course, circumstances in life are going to affect you and they're going to change things for you. 
That being said, you don't have to let these hard things make you hard. And what I mean by that is I know I personally put up so many walls and they were very hard. And especially, you know, let's use my relationship with Kyle, for example. It took me a while to trust him because I mean, one, trust doesn't happen overnight. But what I mean by that is I still am like, are you sure you love me? (laughs) Are you sure? Because I'm just used to people leaving, right? And we all have that joke of, you know, you tell someone you love them and then like five seconds later, they're like, oh, are you sure you love me? I, I am that person sometimes. And I've gotten a ton better about it because I'm learning to trust, hey, what he says he actually means. But that hasn't always been easy for me, especially in the beginning of our relationship. That was not easy for me because I did not feel worthy of that love. And I did not feel like I was worthy of having those good things. So when good things were happening to me, I was always like putting up the wall of, am I allowed to really enjoy it? Am I allowed to really be in the moment? So what I've been working on currently is allowing myself to feel that joy. And a big part of that is tapping into what are the things that you really love? What are the things you're enjoying? Maybe even what did you enjoy as a child? Maybe you're like, well, I don't really know what I like, or I don't know what's going to bring that joy back into my life. It is really a good idea to take a look at what have you loved as a child because often that is part of your nature, right? So one thing I love is skiing and hiking. I've loved it my whole life. I think I went through a couple years where I didn't like hiking, but overall I have loved being outside and being in nature my whole life. So whenever I get the chance to go skiing, it like fills my cup. It heals my inner child so, so much. I've also always loved singing and music. And there was a period of time that I would not let myself sing. Okay. And I'm not someone that's done choir really. I was in choir for like a year, but I'm okay. You know, people have told me I'm a a good singer, but I don't have any really formal training. And the thing is, I did not let myself sing or truly like enjoy music in a positive way for many years. And that's because honestly, I tied it to some of my dad's stuff. And that is because when I would go to his house and we would go to, um, like the restaurant bar thing that I would go to the first night that I saw him for my three-day weekends, I would often sing karaoke. So music was tied to him and his family for me. And so after everything happened, when I stopped seeing his family, you know, music for me was very healing in a way, but also I definitely went through that like angsty teenager phase where I listened to a lot of angry music. And I'm like, oh, no wonder my mental health was not great because I was listening to this music that just fueled it. And I do think that being intentional about the content you take in, it really is important because these things do affect you. They do affect your brain. Okay. So I just noticed that for me, I did not let myself enjoy music. And, and what I mean by enjoy it is really just let myself feel the joy when doing, when listening to music or playing music or whatever. Like I got a guitar several years ago now to be able to accompany myself And one thing I want to do, one of my goals is to play it more often because I can play not great. Um, I'm self-taught. I haven't taken any lessons or anything, but I know probably about 10 chords. I know one or two strumming patterns. I know enough to be able to lightly accompany myself and it's enough to have fun. Okay. But something I'm doing is allowing myself to just have these like jam sessions to music because that's what my inner child needs. That is a way that I am able to experience joy. Okay. And now this also partially goes into my human design. My human design is someone that makes me someone that music is very 
um, healing for me. And I do believe it's healing for everyone in a way, but for how I am made, it is incredibly healing, which makes sense because it's always been such a powerful thing in my life. I was, I've always loved it. And apparently I have some talent with it. So it's been a lot of fun. I love doing it. So one thing I've allowed myself to do more is have these like karaoke sessions when I'm driving or when I'm cooking. And thank God, this is one reason I love Kyle so much is he likes when I sing. And, you know, we joke that I have, so I make playlists on Spotify of just genres because I'm someone that I listen to music based on like my mood. And so I have a lot of different genre playlists and I love country because for me, it's just so high vibe usually. And I just love singing it. So often when we've been on like road trips lately, I'll throw on my country music playlist that is literally, I think, 28 hours long. I have a shit ton of music on there. And Kyle always jokes that I'm like, oh, this song is such a classic. We have to listen to it. And I just love that. It's so much fun. And so I love that we have these like karaoke jam sessions and that we just are able to really dive in and feel that joy together. And my joy radiates and then his joy radiates and it's just a lot of fun. Or I'll be like singing country music. Usually it's country, sometimes folk music or different like acoustic music. Like I love the Lumineers. I forget what genre you'd call them, but I'm just like jamming out in the kitchen, cooking dinner. And it's so fun for me. It is so fun for me. I love it. It brings me so much joy. And so that is one way I'm allowing myself to be a little bit softer because for me, it's vulnerable. I don't like singing in front of people because it's a vulnerable thing for me. And so And again, that's because of all the ties I have to music, to my past. And so for a long time, I didn't let myself sing. I shut that down. I'm probably why my throat chakra has definitely been affected. And I feel that a lot in my therapy. I feel that a lot in my meditations. But I really recommend how do you experience joy? How do you feel joy in your life? Sorry, guys. Dogs going crazy. If you can hear that, I apologize. I'll do my best to edit it out. But um, I just know that I feel joy from these various activities. And I want you to think, how do you feel joy in your life? What is it that brings your inner child joy and peace and comfort? What is it? I would love to know and love to hear because honestly, guys, at the end of the day, I think it's really important to not let the world take away your joy. And that can be hard. It can be really hard because you kind of have to trust yourself and trust yourself that you are going to be okay no matter what happens. And that's not always easy right? It is not always easy to trust that if I let my wall come down, will I be okay? Will I be okay if I let the wall come down? And I'm telling you right now that even if something happens, sorry guys, we are having neighbors, just someone is getting their mail, I think, and they're walking back and forth. I can see them out my window and boomers just going fucking wild. So I apologize. Oh, we love a good guard dog though, don't we? I am so appreciative that I have an amazing guard dog. He always makes me feel so incredibly safe. But anywho, guys, this is what I wanted to get at is, are you able to allow yourself to bring down that wall? Are you able to allow yourself to feel joy? Because I will tell you right now, are you truly living life to its fullest? Are you living empowered if you aren't allowing yourself to feel the good emotions and the beautiful emotions and the joyous emotions that life has to offer you? Whether that's a great conversation with a friend, that amazing cup of coffee, 
that karaoke session while you're taking a shower or driving down the road or whatever it may be. Maybe it's going for a walk, whatever it is that brings you joy, reading a book, writing, art, dance, whatever. Let your inner child out because so many of us put these walls up because we're hurt and we're hurt from various things, from people in our lives, people from the past, so many different things. And honestly, it's just like a chaotic world out there. Let's be honest. The vibration is a little low, but we are raising the vibration. We are raising the consciousness, guys, and I love that. So think about, remember, well, one, think about how can you allow yourself to be a little soft, to bring that joy. And I don't mean soft in a bad way. I know a lot of people might take that badly, but I don't mean it in a bad way. I mean, allow yourself to bring down the walls. How can you do that? How can you allow yourself to feel that joy, feel that inspiration? Because that joy, that play is so fucking important and it is crucial for healing. We have to have fun in this world. We have to. I am someone who's very, very goal-oriented and very driven, but I will tell you right now, if I don't make time for play and joy, it doesn't mean shit because on then I'm just stressed out all the time, right? So allow yourself to do things that bring joy, that just bring happiness and that bring a smile to your face. And I will tell you guys that even if something happens, when you let your guard down, you are going to get through it. And that can be hard to remember in the moment of the yuck and the shittiness. Okay. It can be hard because I hate when I, you know, maybe I let myself trust someone and they hurt me. That fucking sucks. But you know what? That is not a reflection of me as a, as a person. If you let your war, your wall down, your guard down, I think I tried to combine those words there what would that be? A ward? If you let your wall and your guard down, it is going to be okay. And I do think that you need to allow yourself to fully feel the range of emotions we have in this world and allow yourself to be a little soft. And so one other thing I'm doing before I wrap up, that is allowing me, allowing myself to be a little soft, to be a little bit more my authentic self. And this might sound literally so dumb to some of you, but I think you get it, is allowing myself to be the authentic Erica and express myself in the way that I like to do. And that can also be through, for me, clothes. So one thing I've always loved, I've always loved clothes and hair and makeup. And I did not let myself enjoy those things for a long time for various reasons. And some of the guys that are listening may not get this, but I think a lot of the women will people are so fucking judgmental. And the amount of times that I've had someone comment on, oh, why are you all dressed up today? Or why do you look so good today? Or, oh, are you really going to put lip gloss on or whatever? It kind of makes you feel like you aren't allowed to do those things and you aren't allowed to enjoy those things. And for me, when I was younger, because I love that shit, like Uh, What is the movie? Devil Wears Prada was one of my favorite movies. And I like read all about Bobby Brown and her makeup book. And I just love that stuff for years. But then, you know, when I had people comment on like my weight or kind of critique, if I did get dressed up, it made me feel like, like shit. And it made me feel like, oh, if I do this, I'm just going to get made fun of. So I put that wall up, right? I put that wall up because I was like, well, I'm just getting shit on for doing these things that I like. So fuck that. I'm not going to do it anymore. And so, and it made me feel like I wasn't worthy of feeling my best in my own skin. And that may sound stupid to some of you, but I feel like a lot of people can actually relate to this topic. And 
So one thing I'm doing is being more intentional on how I present myself every single day. And I'm still getting over that mental hurdle of, well, Erica, half the time you don't even leave the house. I mean, usually guys, if it's a normal weekday, the only time I'm leaving the house is to go to the gym because I work from home. So I'm like, I'll see the people at the gym. I'll see Kyle. That's probably about it. So who the fuck are you getting dressed up for? I'm getting dressed up for myself. And today's not a great example of it. I'm going to be honest. I brought, I'm washing my hair tomorrow. So, you know, we got like a ponytail and you know, a flannel today, but that's okay. I fucking love flannels. Some days I wear dresses. Some days I wear flannels. It is what it fucking is. And it's what brings me joy. And it what it's what lights me up. And that's what I mean. What is it that brings you joy? What is it that lights you up? Even if it makes you feel vulnerable, even if you're a little scared to allow yourself to enjoy those things, I really encourage you. So that's my challenge for you this week is allow yourself to do something that brings that joy, that brings down that guard a little bit, that allows you to step into the most authentic version of yourself because it it is so empowering to do so. It is so fucking empowering to do so. Okay. So now our last section of the podcast is a chakra card. So I have a whole episode on the chakras. Go take a listen to it. But basically they are different energy centers in the body. I love the chakra system and it has been a huge, huge part of my healing. So I pull the chakra card before the podcast and I, you know, ask the universe as like, what does the podcast community need to know? So I'm going to share, I'm going to share it, but I just want to say this. If this does not resonate with you, just leave it. It's okay. Take what resonates, leave the rest. If it doesn't resonate with you, no big fucking deal. Okay. So I pulled a chakra card and I pulled the holistic health chakra card. I'm showing it to the YouTube family, the holistic health chakra card, and that is connected to the base chakra. And if you are a crystal person or a meditation person, a hematite crystal is definitely recommended to use to help your base chakra. So with the holistic health card, This is basically saying, this is a reminder, and it actually really ties into the episode well, that pay attention to your health, your holistic health. Your health is part of the mind, the body, and the soul. It's not just our physical health. Health encompasses all these different things. So that's what I mean when I'm saying bring joy into your life. That will help your mental health, your spiritual health. But also, if you're struggling with something physically or even mentally, take a look at where are there things blocking you in your life? What can you let go of that brings stress, that adds pressure? And remember that you are your best advocate and you know yourself the best. You are your own guru and you are your own best healer. I truly believe that. And this is not me shitting on the medical system. Of course, of course, doctors are important. And I personally am in the process of finding like a functional medicine or naturopath doctor just because I'm not a big fan of Western medicine. That being said though, guys, advocate for yourself, advocate for your health. If you know something is wrong, go and get it looked at. Go to a doctor that you trust and that you like because there are many times the mind, body, spirit, it's fully connected. And so if you're having an issue, you may need to look at where am I having mental blocks, physical blocks, spiritual blocks? Is it affecting me? If you have an ailment in a certain part of the body, honestly, look up the chakra system. See what chakra is associated. See if any of those themes make sense. Again, I have a whole chakra episode, but if this may be for someone out there who's having a holistic health problem, having a health issue, if you're having a health issue, this is your reminder that your mind, your body, your spirit, we are all connected and it is incredibly important to take care of all of them. So what can you do to take care of your mind this week? What can you do to take care of your body this week? What can you do to take care of your spirit this week? 
Really be intentional about that and see if there's something in your life that is affecting those things. A toxic relationship, a toxic situation. You know, for example, I was having a ton, a ton of health issues. I shared this. Um, gosh, when did I share that episode? I think maybe in September. In the fall, I did a health update episode. And mm, yeah, in the fall, I did a health update episode. I was trying to think off the top of my head. I mean, honestly, being 56 episodes in now, I'm kind of losing track of when I talked about stuff. But I went to the doctor over the summer because I was having a lot of issues. And one of the things she told me, and I know I've shared this on the podcast before, but one of the things she told me was, you are super stressed. I think you need to get a new job. She's like, if it's possible for you to switch jobs, switch careers, you are so stressed. And it seems like a lot of the stress is coming from that. So if you are able to pivot and make a switch in your career, I think that will help a lot of this. I think a lot of your physical symptoms are from stress. And I'm still having some physical symptoms, but I will tell you, Switching my environment has drastically changed my life. Switching my environment, switching my lifestyle, not having a stressful lifestyle anymore is a game changer and has helped heal me physically, mentally, and spiritually in so many ways. So this is just your reminder that health is not just your physical health. It's your mental health. It's your spiritual health. And all these things are interconnected. So if you're having a physical problem, look at the mental and spiritual health. If you're having a spiritual problem, look at the mental and the physical health. If you're having a mental problem, look at the spiritual and physical health. Okay. We are a complex human being and we need to take care of ourselves. Okay. So this is your reminder to take care of yourself, to advocate for yourself, and to remember that you are your best healer, your best guru, lean into your intuition on what may be at hand and trust yourself. Okay. Trust yourself, trust your body and know that you can be healed. Whatever's going on, there is healing available to you, but you have to be willing and open to receive it. If you are not willing and open to receive the healing, then why fucking bother even going to a doctor? So you have to allow yourself to be open to that healing and to be open to having the best, most vital health of your life. Okay, guys, this is our first episode of Get Empowered. I am so excited to be here today. I'm so excited to continue to be on this journey with you. I would love to hear feedback on the new episode structure. Please let me know what you guys are thinking of the rebrand. I want to get your guys' input. I want to hear from you guys. I love you all so much. Thank you so much for tuning in and do not forget to stay empowered. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you for taking the time to be a part of our Get Empowered community. Don't forget to check the show notes for the resources I shared in today's episode, and of course, to connect with me on social. You can find all of our offers and community links at empoweredwitherica.com. I always love hearing from you, so don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, and tag me with your biggest takeaways from today's episode. Let me know what you loved and what you want to hear more about and share it with someone who you think would love it too. I cannot wait to share more with you. I'll see you next week and don't forget to stay empowered.